Hello, everyone. Hello, Sean. How are you all doing today? Hey, guys. Hey, Chris. Welcome to this podcast does not have a name. Episode 34 for June 8th, 2022. So, Chris, we skipped last week, unfortunately. Yep, we did. Yeah, we did. <laughs> so yep. we're back this week, though. Uh, episode number is still as it was last week. We didn't do an episode, so... Yeah, what have you what have you been up to, Chris? What's new in the last couple of weeks? Common uh, writer. So the first common writer came back. He showed up for like a few episodes. We got an explanation as to where he left, where he went off to. Apparently he decided to train up that new like I guess common writer too. And then he left to go fight Shocker in Europe. Like all right, we got an explanation. And now he's taken over as Kamen Rider again in Japan. And the second Kamen Rider left. So now he's back. And it seems from his from the way he's acting and, and fighting in that, it seems like he's enjoying the show a lot more. <laughs> like he's putting a lot more personality into his transformation poses and stuff like that. This is the guy who replaced the first guy, right? No, this is the first guy. Oh, he's back. Yeah. The oh, second, they brought him back? Yeah, he came back, and the second guy left as part of the story. He's going to go fight Shocker in... Is it... Uh, I don't think it was Europe. Where did he say? Was it uh, South America? I don't remember where. They said he was going to go fight Shocker over there, so... Now the first common Rider is back. And what's weird is every time... So... He originally had like his first Kamen Rider outfit, then the new guy took over and started using the same outfit. And then Kamen Rider 1 came back now, and now he swapped back to his first outfit again. So they keep having like the main Kamen Rider in Japan use the same outfit, and the next guy use the, I guess, outfit number 2, which is weird. Cause I thought the transformations of their outfits would be tied to their belts. Like to them genetically, but I guess not. Sounds <laughs> like it's been one huge clusterfuck. I'm like, okay, let's try this new guy. Oh, new guy's not working. Let's go back to the old guy. Well, so, no? sounds like, like the a... new guy wasn't working. I think they're just trying to do something to make it seem like, in order of the story, that they want to seem like it's a global thing and that these two guys who are common writer are going out and f trying to stop Shocker and they may or may not be training other common writers in other parts of the world. Which is what I think is uh, going on. So I wouldn't be surprised if we hear that there's a couple more common writer, you know, taking care of their parts of the worlds eventually. So yeah. which would make kind of make sense because it's already been done in Japan. So, but that's what I think they're trying to do for this season, or for the series. But yeah, other than that, it's just been common writer. Have you ever heard of Ultraman Ace? No. It is probably the most violent Ultraman show ever. I'll have to show you. You have to remind me to show you a clip. But there's a clip I've seen of him, of Ultraman Ace, like decapitating a uh, kaiju. And the kaiju's head flies off like a rocket and blood just spurts out everywhere. And then it falls over and explodes. And Ultraman Ace is just like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I've never seen Ultraman in general, so Ultraman Ace doesn't really ring a bell either. So Ultraman is I'm not really familiar. Ultraman's the dude in like the silver and red uh, outfit with the big fin on his head and big kind of huge eyes. Wait, 
is that like servo from superhuman samurai cyber squad that's not ultraman hell right? is servo no superhuman from, samurai cyber squad is a different series okay okay because the the way you described it sounded like the main character probably exactly. because ultraman is the thing that like all sentai and that stuff got their ideas from ultraman's the first i think okay so but like the saying... giant instead of you know the power rangers going to a giant max to go fight a giant kaiju ultraman grows big to fight giant kaiju but they got the idea from that and the whole bug eye kind of thing any of those sentai series that kind of do that probably got it from from ultraman but ultraman's a very like child-friendly family-friendly show so watching this and seeing him just rip limbs off and decapitate enemies and actually have blood in that in these shows is not something you normally see you usually just go oh no and they like fall over and explode into a cloud of smoke right and that's what you normally would see like in power rangers so yeah power rangers we're gonna either hit you with our god sword or hit you with a big ass laser beam and you're just gonna fall over and explode essentially. yeah that's normally what happens in all these shows but this one is like super it's pretty violent for the type of show it is and i need to watch more of it if i can find it just Sounds to like see it's morbid time <laughs> yes <laughs> uh but yeah watch that i finally finished uh boy season two just in time to start season three. Oh, okay okay and it's funny you say that i'll say it later but like what did you think of season two without any spoilers for the audience you can tell me later i but, uh... without spoiling anything it was really 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 good i didn't think that that would happen to that one character uh one of the female characters and okay, i think i know what you're talking about and um when the three super uh three female superheroes show up like i guess the ones from season one yes season one when they show up to go fight the big bad i think it was the only time in the entire series i i uh was thinking to myself fuck yeah like when Maeve showed up <laughs> like i wasn't expecting her to show up and then she did and i think it's one of the i guess as they would probably know it's one of the best scenes in that whole season so because mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, like everything's coming to a head at that point i'm i am i'm not i'm saying this in the way that i'm trying not to spoil anything mm -hmm. but like a lot of people if they're to see that scene normally that they'd be like oh great they're just doing that for this reason but a lot of people have said that that scene that, that you're talking about felt very mm -hmm. deserved what, oh, the way yeah. the plot was going it didn't yeah. feel forced they know? were because they were building it up anyway kind of in the story you know along with the uh, whole marketing team you know with the organization but it really did feel good to see it actually happen <laughs> so if you know what i mean <laughs> so yes but well we can discuss it after the podcast then so we don't spoil anything but yes i i think i know what you're trying to say but yeah it was it was good all around uh how what's the main uh superhero the uh superman character uh, oh, what's his name? Uh, Homelander. Homelander. It's gonna say Hollander, but that's not it. Homelander. I think I said it before, but the actor who plays him does a really, really awesome job playing Homelander, and I can't believe, sure. you know, with everything that's been going on in the series, like he does a really good job of his facial expressions, showing him trying to hold back his anger and 
untrust or dismay of everyone around him just kind of effing him over <laughs> in a way like the way that he looks at it <laughs> so but it's so good i can't wait to start up season three i watched the trailers and there's a couple scenes in there and i'm like really want to see when or how the hell that goes over or what happens to cause that to happen especially with uh what's his name uh uh, yeah, like butcher. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, Judge Dredd there, but I can't remember his name. It's hard. It's hard not to like that actor. I forget his real name, but it, it's it's hard. He does such a good job in that show. It, it's man, like he is so talented. And it's like they wrote him very well. Butcher, yeah, he's he's done really well. So I can't wait to see what happens because there's a scene in the trailers that make me go, "Whoa, wait a minute." Did I just see what I think I see? So, <laughs> but yeah, it's been good. And uh, I actually bought uh, some PS2 games. I bought DMC3 and uh, okay. Onimushua 1, 2, and 3. Oh, nice. Okay. And so I think it was Legend of, uh, what was it? Not Legai. Well, Legend of Legai 2. Okay. I think I used Did to have you... the first one, and that one also went missing from my fucking collection. So that's. Did you order these online, or were these like in your used game store sort of thing? Yeah, I went to a local, like a local shop to get them. Uh, Hopefully, they didn't charge an arm and leg for those. No, I'm not going to spend obscene prices for them. They were like well, ten. DMC. Or... When... Oh, ten. They're bucks like ten, fifteen bucks. So. Okay, that's that's very good, actually. That's 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 very fair. Yeah, I wasn't going to like, spend obscene prices for these old games. So ten to fifteen dollars per game for those games. It's like, how does he even make a profit off that? But yeah, that, that's good. I'm glad you got uh, those games you needed. Yeah, uh, playing through Only Mushua One because I'm still going through that. That I'm almost hundred percent certain that was supposed to be a Resident Evil game. Yeah, you can tell by the tank control. Well, at least it was made the same way slash engine, right? You, the, the tank controls, the way the items are used, the combat, it's all very similar. Yeah, like, like I'm almost certain because there's, uh, there's the whole Resident Evil idea of like all the combat or the, well, not comics, combats with swords and not guns, but, you know, tank controls. You've got the puzzle rooms and the way they do the puzzle stuff, like go here. Oh, I don't have the item for this. Go over here to get this item to unlock this place to get the item to unlock that first place. Like, it's if this wasn't a Resident Evil game, I'd be very shocked because the first DMC game was supposed to be Resident Evil 4. When they were making it. Uh, yeah, when they were making it originally, it was supposed to be, uh, it was supposed to be uh, Resident Evil 4, and then they were like, no, this isn't working. And then they end up... Leon! Bring... <laughs> and then they end up <laughs> working it out to be... Uh, to to start their own... Uh, or to start a new franchise. So... Which surprisingly went well for them. <laughs> yeah, uh, I know we've talked about Onimusha a few times, like the one, two, and three, especially the third game with the French. I was also the third uh, game when Jean he goes back Reynaud in time. Jean Reno, yeah. yeah, or it yeah. goes forward in time, or whatever Something it is. Like that, yeah, I never played it. I only played. I don't know if I've beaten it, but I know I played the first one of uh, uh, Onimusha. So oh. I'm surprised they haven't come out with a remaster collection for that series they, that, that seems like it would sell pretty well they did a remaster of the first one only 
which was like oh, really? the last year. Huh. They haven't bothered to okay. touch the others. I don't know why. I know uh, James Stephanie Sterling did a small video on it on their YouTube channel for the first Onimushua remastered. There hasn't been any word of any others, which hmm. is dumb because I, th I think the first one's one character, and then two and three are star a different main character, but I could be wrong about that. I don't remember. But they're good. It's very... I think it would have been harder for me to get used to the game with the tank controls if I hadn't just done the Resident Evil games, like, earlier this year and last year, so... Yeah. <laughs> if you've never played with tank controls, it definitely takes some adjustment. There's like definitely I, a learning curve. I jumped in, trying to use the joystick and moving forward, like, what the fuck? I'm like, oh... This uses fucking oh. tank controls. What the hell? So, you know, you should play that on your stream. I haven't been in the mood to stream. I haven't even bothered to want to finish off uh, Final Fantasy Two yet. So, and there's okay. other games I want to play on stream other than that. But you know, but not other than Final Fantasy. But you know, other games I want to play. Like I want to play, go and replay the Lunar games. And stuff like that. Yep. And uh, I want to play those thousand well. arms. I, I have. And I got a bunch of PS one and two games I want to play or replay. So I have the lunar games. I just never played them. You should give it a chance when you have time to play them. Well, time and desire, and I, I can't even play it right now. But like uh, a lot of my games for anything that's pretty much before the PS three slash Xbox three sixty slash Wii era. It's still my mom's house in Saskatchewan, so I definitely have to have her ship my stuff, my game collection from before that era to back to me at some point. You could, but you could Plus, also get to... How... Or I guess you don't have Sorry. the discs on you, do you? Oh, that's what I mean. The system. Yeah, the I was going to say, like... you could just emulate the system, but then all your games are over there too, so never mind. And I don't know how people are streaming on older consoles because they have the, you know the red white and yellow connection the composite not the hdmi so i know people have like made or modded their consoles so the outputs in mm -hmm. hdmi but like short of that i don't know how you're supposed to stream from legitimate hardware i have no idea i know there's probably some connections like some convoluted stuff you can buy online yeah there's stuff but... like i've got a couple of them got the retro tank that converts your old things I can actually sell. see, but it's okay. You can show me later. Yeah, no, it's been doing it the whole time for me, at least. That's so. weird. All right, well, this retro tank that puts out a bunch of stuff that converts uh, and helps upscaling and stuff like that of your old consoles to modern TVs and that. And it outputs to HDMI. I've got another thing as well. I think we talked about it before, maybe on the podcast. I don't remember, but that also does the same thing. It's just a lot more... Uh, a lot more what do you call it confusing <laughs> so mm -hmm. but yeah there are ways okay. to do it other than you know mod actually modding your system and like having to solder or pay someone to do it to solder the pieces in so yeah i i prefer my consoles as they are you know like yes i would want hdmi but at the same time i want i want to preserve the console as it was released you know, you know what i mean so like yeah, I know what you mean, but I also have modded my PS2. 
it's got a yeah, different I'm, case I'm, I'm on it. it. <laughs> so I, I've seen I've seen your PS2 where you, uh, or is it yeah the PS2 where like you you or someone else cut like the top not off but like a, a way that like it's removable you can just put the disc in that way. I believe. Yeah, yeah, it's got a just hit a button on the front and the top pops open, kind of like the PS1. PS1, yeah. But it's not. It's the old PS2 fat. <laughs> so. Was there a PS2 Slim even? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I, I believe. I think it. Slim, no. Yeah, I think it opened the same way as well as the PS1. Like it, the one the side, uh, or not side, but the top opens up. I don't have that okay. one because uh, my PS2 uh, has not died yet. I'm gonna be very sad when it does. Don't say yet. Maybe it won't. Maybe we'll just I keep mean, going. <laughs> my old Nintendo still works, Chris. So you never know. <laughs> Right. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely my PS2 is definitely loud. Maybe you should give it a good cleaning, or at mm -hmm. some point. But other than that, it's working fine. I think the controller might give out before the console, but who knows? I need well, to. That's uh, easy to replace. I need to actually look and try to get another original control. Well, hopefully, original controller for not obscene price. I'm guessing it'll be like eighty bucks. Honestly, I remember it costing like sixty or seventy back in the day for a PS2 controllers. So yeah, I know. That's why. That, that that's why I'm not. I won't be surprised if it's eighty to maybe a hundred now for a controller, which I probably still just go. Yeah, I'll spend the money on it because I know this controller will last forever, <laughs> like mine. So, but yeah, it's kind of. Uh, I think it's pretty much been it. Just doing a lot of that. I haven't watched. Um, I was going to try and watch uh, the new Kids in the Hall show, but I haven't yet. So I'll have to... I'll sit down to watch that and the boys at some point. Because season three is just starting up, right? So... Yeah. I'll have to eventually get through that. Maybe in the next year. <laughs> it's going to take you that long, you think? Oh, with me and how long it takes for me to get through that. Because it took me how long to get through season one and two. Like, I'll watch an episode or two here, and then, like, Four months later, I'll watch the next two episodes, right? Very sporadic sometimes with that. If I don't sit down and watch the whole thing. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's pretty much been it for me. I don't think it really... Oh! How, how long have we been going on? Because I could talk about later when I play some more of it. Bravely Default. I'll talk a bit more of it next week when I play some more. Because there's more I want to look at it first before I talk a bit of it but just to know i've started my third loop so i'll leave that there so, yes okay you're <laughs> you're still you're still kind of you're not in the end game i am well, you're, going you're, you're to destroy fight. the crystals and kill Aaron. <laughs> that is what i know my mission is <laughs> it could go the other way because we only know one side of the story of the crystals we don't know what the good of having the crystals around is yet. And there are store inklings of Eri is the bringer of doom. <laughs> from what I understand from Vampire and how Alternus Din wants to kill her or stop her. I, I will not. That's why I'm, wait that's why I'm waiting because I've been specifically told through the vampire lore because I got the vampire class. That there are two sides of the story, and we're only told one half right now. And I've also been told that by the old pervert in that lives in the tree. 
that and they only tell us the one part of the story and i need the other half of what the hell happened and why the angel came down from the skies who definitely definitely doesn't or probably isn't but probably totally is uh agnes or agnes i guess i said her name wrong <laughs> so Agnes. i'm like i'm missing parts of the story and i'm so tempted to just start up a second save file and through the first loop just overwhelm the, the crystals with energy and destroy them just to see what happens um i don't think you can because you can't I'm, I'm, I'm my I'm... on my first loop when i was powering up the first crystal it would still allow me to keep putting energy into them that's how come I had a feeling from the very start of the game, I have to destroy them. So I think you might be able to, but I don't know. I haven't tried it yet. Because, I, like, I want to do that now on this loop, but because of the character stories and where the uh, their uh, growth of the characters are going, I don't want to do that because I'll miss out on a lot of stuff that might happen. Or I might just skip a huge chunk of the story, and I can't do that because I want to know the entire story. <laughs> right well, since you know there are multiple loops um this is going off of memory from like years ago so i could very well be wrong so don't quote me on this but i'm fairly confident that you cannot like the first four loops you can't do anything about right so like like i i really don't know don't know if if i can or not right so i'm still going through and i don't want to jump ahead in case i can't but uh when i'm done with the game overall i am going to try and see if on the first loop you can just to see, because I don't know where, it's, where the hell it's all going yet, because I'm sure I'm missing, like, I think I only know maybe 30 or 40%, maybe even less than that, of, this, of the actual story. Or maybe I'm still given just pieces of it, and I'm still missing, like, at least half, so. But yeah, it's good, though. It's good. Yeah, it's a good game. Uh... But yeah, that's pretty much been it. And just slowly going through that game that I've been on for like years. Because <laughs> I keep jumping back and forth from that in other games. Like every time a new Pokemon game comes out, I drop what I'm playing to play it. <laughs> okay. So are you going to buy the, what were they called? No, not so. What yes. was the new one called again? I, I... forget the name of the new one. Uh, Violet and something. That's it. And I was going to say Sapphire, but like, no, that's Sapphire was like another game that they already made. Violet nice. and something else, but yeah. Um, yeah. The Pokemon games, I haven't really played. I played like maybe a couple just because mm -hmm. like it seems like like no hate to Pokemon. It's just to me, it's like more or less the same thing. Like there's eight gym leaders, there's like a team rocket and there's like a legendary and there's some side plot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For the saving the world, the mainland. Uh, Pokemon series, it's basically that, if they even have gym leaders or stand-in for gyms, because Sun and Moon didn't have proper gyms because they weren't a real Pokemon League. Sun and Moon, I think, is the worst one I've ever played. And that's... And even then, it's still Pokemon, so whatever, right? My first uh, Pokemon was like, okay, I'm going to get all the Pokemon up to like, you know, like like whenever like I, the Pokemon level up in the wild, I'm like, okay, I have to reach all my Pokemon the same level in my party. Now, now the second time I played it, I'm like, you know what? 
Charmander, Gevolt to Charizard, and I'm just going to use you for the whole game, pretty much. I'm just too lazy. Just, like, go Charmander, go Charizard. I think he was, like, level nine, high 90s by the time I beat the game. Yeah. Not level up. No, no, no. He he got maxed out at 100, like, when I got my Legendary, which is, like, between Gym 7 and 8, I think, and X, Pokemon X. I think I'm pretty sure I maxed them out at that point. So he was in the whole, he, he was, like, in every single battle. So I'm like, well, now I have to use a new one, because the experience is going to go to waste otherwise, so... Go, I think I use Grain Greninja, which I think usually I'm a very, I pick fire, but that's the one game where I picked water because Greninja is cool, Chris. I love Greninja. What Greninja. Was the, Am I saying that the, name correctly? Greninja? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. What was the other Pokemon in that one? I don't remember, to be honest. Was that the one but... with Finnegan, the fire fox? And the other one, I don't remember, but the grass. I don't remember either. But... I don't. Yeah. I don't Grin Greninja I probably best, went best water Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe for looks. That's why he was uh, Ash's starter, I think, in the Pokemon series. And apparently, in the games now, at least in the new one or the last two new ones, uh, Greninja has an evolution that's specific to him. I'm not sure how it works, but apparently, he has an evolution that only that one Pokemon in the entire franchise can do for in terms of. An evolution again. I I never I never played it. That was like after the game I got I played him with. So I have no idea how it works. But it's apparently based off the anime, when Ash's Greninja evolves during battle, in yeah. this very specific way. So I've I have no idea. Never but heard of it. <laughs> I, I just learned know. about it like last week. Oh yeah. So I I have no idea what that is. I don't know. <laughs> but according but... to Bulbapedia, it says that this is a, a special evolution that's exclusive to this one pokemon in the whole franchise so did you see you know. the uh legendaries for the new game yes one looks like a dick they are motorcycles the red one's an old uh chopper style with the long handlebars and uh the other one's a hover bike a futuristic hover motorcycle the day of or after the reveal, I remember Kotaku ran a story about it, and oh, the internet saying this Pokemon looks like a flying dick. I'm like, okay, I can see the outline. I can see why they would say that. So, yeah. honestly, but there's... again, no, no hate <laughs> on Pokemon. It's just meh for me, pretty much. Apparently, this one's supposed to have like co-op or some kind of multi yeah, four-player co-op. That's I'm interested to see how a four-player co-op would work. I like, hope you get into a battle. What happens? I hope this isn't four-player co-op like they did in the last game. Where's hey, you get to co-op in a dungeon, and fight three random Pokemon, and then that's your co-op. I actually oh, hope really? it's I hope it's actual proper co-op where you can go through the story with people, because that's what people mm. fucking want. <laughs> people yeah, want to be able to have cool. fun. People want to have fun with their friends in the Pokemon world, not just going in one fucking dungeon and fighting a pokemon like you know imagine trying to capture pokemon when you have three friends in the battle with you it's like you all get moving and the pokemon's gonna be dead like guaranteed it's like four on one how how are you gonna how are they gonna make that work even if it's like two on, i know they have two on two do they have three on three nowadays uh, for pokemon battles maybe no, I okay. think I well, think in battle, I think in one of the battle uh, places they had three on three battles, maybe. Okay, well, like for end game stuff. Sure if, unless they start introducing four on four, which would just be let's be honest, a giant clusterfuck. At that point, elementals and weaknesses doesn't matter. You just want to focus fire on one Pokemon, get them out immediately, and just do the same on the third. That, and then 
I would assume when it comes to that, unless with certain battles that you're still fighting one on one, and uh, like it's let's see if it's a a trainer or whatever, maybe the others could watch you fighting. Like if it happens in the in the overworld, or they could just fight them as well, but it will just be a separate instance, maybe. But I don't know. I haven't. I've been staying away from a lot of the trailers themselves because I'm gonna pick up the game anyway. I just happen to be on Twitter and see the reveal of the legendaries in this in these games and seeing that they look like motorcycles. I did not think that they looked like penises, <laughs> like well, some one, other people did. And so that's yeah. probably the blue one. one. <laughs> but yeah, oh. what have you been up to? Uh, quite a bit actually. Last couple of weeks, I don't. I'm probably gonna forget something, but. Uh, first of all, I got good news for my job today. So, you know, this job started out as a two-month contract uh, with a hiring agency, but they offered me uh, today uh, six, like my sixth month. Like at the end of this month will be my fifth, and then they are offered me a sixth month, which means that the way it works is if if I get um, six uh, consecutive months with someone, they can bypass the fee to hire me directly. So, yeah, after the six months, I'll be I'll be. Uh, regular employee which will be really good that's a lot of added job security for me so i'm very happy with that so it's, yeah, if, my they, if they decide to keep you after the six well they are going to yes like i talked to my boss and she's basically in charge of uh that decision essentially so yeah so uh that's 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 uh really good news bears for me so i'm pretty happy with that so that's as i said that's added job security so like right now with the hiring agency, I don't get any benefits, right? So when I get hired on, like for real, then I'll start to have benefits too. So I'm pretty happy with that. Um, aside from that, let's see. I I'm just gonna go, gonna go down my mental list. So I bought I bought that uh, keyboard. I asked you about Chris. Yeah. I bought that in the last. Uh, I think it was last week. I'm oh, I'm using it now. It's really nice. I can't complain. Um, that's why I heard if you or I asked if you could heard me typing earlier because. I can hear it, but apparently this mic can't pick it up, so I'm pretty happy well, with that. Yeah, it's the filters um, on uh, Discord. Yeah. It helped cut that stuff out. <laughs> I haven't messed around with the yet. I know there's like certain combinations of keys you can press to like rearrange the colors. I haven't done that. I haven't even touched the wheel yet. I'm not even sure what that does. Um, so I haven't used the programmable keys yet, so I still have a lot of stuff I need to find out. Um, I just hooked it up and wanted to see if it worked immediately, which it does. So I'm pretty happy. Um, <clears throat> so generally I'm someone, okay. So like, I want to watch Obi-Wan on Netflix. I want to watch Stranger Things on uh, Netflix, right? Sorry, what? No, Obi-Wan on Disney plus. I don't know what I said. And then yeah. Stranger Things on Netflix. So I want to watch those two shows, but the problem is like, they're still coming out with shows like Netflix said, okay, here's all the episodes of Stranger Things, except the last two. We're going to we're going to like delay it until like, I think they said like the first week in July. So you would have to like sub two months. If you're to sub on Netflix, the day stranger things came out, you'd have to sub again. Like the last two episodes. So I'm like, screw it. I'll just wait. And then Obi-Wan they're doing, they're kind of like doing like episode per episode. So mm -hmm. I'm someone who like, likes to wait and like binge the whole thing at once. So yeah. Uh, the acceptance to that is like Amazon because I, I, you know, I've been like Amazon Prime for like years now. It's like an annual thing. So when I saw season three of The Boys, I'm like, ooh, and they dropped the first three episodes on the same day. So, wow, season three of The Boys, really fucking good. I know we talked about season two when you when you were watching it uh, earlier in the podcast, 
uh watch the boys guys to anyone mm-hmm. who's listening to this very good show holy shit like I, I i'm a big marvels marvel um like mcu fan but if heroes were to actually well if people with powers were to actually re- exist in real life this is what it would be it wouldn't it wouldn't be it wouldn't be you know captain america and iron man and thor it would be like homelander and you know all these like other assholes in the boys and it's 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 really interesting to kind of like deal with that like uh you know train of thought like how do you kill that which has which is like unkillable pretty much um so yeah season three i've been watching it it's it's going to come out every friday as i said i'm not someone who likes a sub but i already have amazon prime so i'll be watching every friday just like season one and two, there's only going to be eight episodes. Um, so they'll release episode four in a couple of days from today, because today is Wednesday. So yeah, I'll just be watching every week. Um, what else have I been doing? So, okay, I've been playing some Dead by, Di- Dead by Daylight. Um, the new killer, or well, the new chapter, so the new killer and survivor came out yesterday. I haven't played it since then, but I played a whole bunch of killer on the weekend. Uh, mm. What else have I, I been doing? Um, yeah, I played a bit of the new chapter new survivor and killer well not the okay. killer but i played against the killer once i don't know what to think of it yet <laughs> we'll wait and see a few more rounds and see how people end up playing them but it seems like that they have they can have good map control if they played if played right <laughs> yeah the um so much like onryo he can teleport except he teleports the lockers on tvs and yeah, uh, basically, I think he can see the auras of people when he's teleporting too. So he has a perk that, like, if if he opens a locker every thirty seconds, he can see the auras of survivors within any locker. I think like eight meters or something like that, which is huge for every locker in the game. He can just like see them if if they're mm, here yeah. within eight meters of any locker, not just the one he's on. So you guys start locking so. those lockers. <laughs> And even that seems useless because it takes him all all but a second to open it from the inside, and from the outside, he just has to do a basic attack. And you can only lock each locker once. That's it. Yep. So my question is, can you? And there's some perks with survivors, like Steve and Nancy, I think, or at least Nancy with lockers. Like you, you break a toe and you go inside a locker, you heal. What happens if you do that, Chris, and they lock you inside? Does will the game allow that? Oh, I never. Will I gotta try that. that. See if we could lock a survivor in a <laughs> locker. I I don't think you'll be able to. I'd assume that your character would try to uh, uh, open the door, and then you'll realize they're there. But uh, we gotta see if there's an animation or something with you trying to lock someone in. Because what happens <laughs> is, if as a survivor you open the locker and the, uh, what's his name, the, the dredge, I think the dredge is in that locker. He just automatically grabs you. Yeah. Likewise, if you're hiding in a locker and he teleports that locker, he automatically grabs you from the inside and he ejects himself from the from the locker. Yeah. It's like if so, the killer finds you in the locker. <laughs> so pretty much. It's like the reverse of that, except he still wins. So yeah. Uh as I said, I I, I forget. I've been doing a whole lot. Uh mm-hmm. oh, I played um with Ryan. I've been I played through Halo Wars and now we're playing through Halo Wars 2. We did the campaign. We're gonna do it again on the hardest difficulty. Uh that's been pretty fun, honestly. Uh I'm not the biggest RTS fan, but it, it's 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 an RTS game made for consoles, and they I think they do a good job. Um, you don't have to really know much about Halo to enjoy the game. It's just an, if you enjoy RTS, they enjoy you know having some OP units once in a while. It's it's a fun game. Um, what else have I been doing? So 
I did the poppy playtime on stream, Chris. Uh, the the second chapter dropped, and they made the first chapter free, so you can actually add the first chapter of poppy playtime onto your Steam account and own it. So, I played chapter two. This um, this chapter stars a monster called Mommy Longlegs. So that's all I'll say. I'll leave it up to your imagination, but yes, mommy can step on me any day. <laughs> nope. Anyways, uh, <laughs> no, nope. okay. <laughs> No. <laughs> oh, uh, on stream, you're there. I also, I had no idea it was coming out. I played a little bit of Diablo Immortal on, for PC because remember when the announcement was made? And he's like, don't you guys have phones? And then and one of the other follow up questions after that was the Redshirt guy going, um, is this an out of touch April Fool's joke? What, and referenced, I think his first question was like, is this going to be for PC or strictly for phone? And the guy was like, oh, it's going to be strictly for phone. And then yeah. the other guy was like, uh, it's an out-of-touch April Fool's joke. Like, it's not coming out for PC. So apparently it launched on on uh, phones, on iOS and Android on the 1st of July. And then the 2nd of July is when the PC version came out. But the PC version is apparently in beta still. <laughs> so uh, I played it a little bit on stream. I wasn't planning to. I'm like, oh, Diablo Mortal dropped today. I guess that'll be my stream game today. So... Did it drop worldwide on the first, or was it out in China first? I'm wondering. Because the Necromancer class is probably not being released in China, so I wonder if they released it there first without that class, and I, then released it worldwide. Just wondering. Right. I don't... I have no idea. As I said, it was a surprise it dropped mm. that day to me. Yeah, it's, I found out the day it's of, funny so that they no stealth idea. dropped it, too, right? Without no fanfare. I'm not sure if they did or if I was just out of the loop because I don't really care for the game. But okay, so I you think to play that there would have my... been something more other than the. Sorry, you think there would be something more other than the first announcement at BlizzCon and then nothing until its release. Like no one really heard anything of it, right? Like we, I wouldn't say that we're out of the loop when it comes to gaming stuff, but especially like you pay attention to a lot more Blizzard stuff than I do. And you didn't even know it dropped. <laughs> so, you know? So I'm saying stealth released the game? <laughs> like, what happened? Anyway. Kind yeah, of catch you uh, off there. <laughs> Sorry. There's a couple of reasons why I wanted to play. First of all, you know, I was a big fan of the Diablo franchise ever since Diablo 1 came out. You know, that's that's where the name Zorb was born. Uh, I just, I need a name for my warrior. I'm like, okay, let's just make a name up on the spot. And that's, that's where it was made. So I've been a huge uh player diablo one especially diablo 2 diablo 3 not so much but anyways i wanted to play it for that i wanted to play it for the story even if i knew it was going to suck i still want to see what was going to happen because this place so between diablo like one and two there's like a few months between diablo two and three there's 20 there's a 20 year gap in the storyline but this game takes place five years after diablo 2 so 15 years before Diablo 3. So it's still relatively fresh at the end of the Diablo 2. You know, Tyrael destroys the, the world stone, gets shattered, and then you're picking up world stone fragments, apparently. So I found that pretty interesting. But um, I, I won't say anything else. That, that happens very early on in the game. I was surprised to see Kane is in this game, which makes sense. But I was like, oh, man, they, they got the same voice actor. But anyways, the game it was exactly what you would suspect. But before I get into that... Um, the game itself plays very similar to Diablo 3. Basically, if you have Diablo 3, if you if you have it owned, there's really no reason to play this outside of like the story and just to see what happens, which is most of the reason I'm playing it. Um, I haven't played it beyond the, the launch day. I haven't even launched it. Mm. Um, but 
yeah, I, I do. I would like to eventually go back and just at least like max a character out, like level wise, and uh, you know, just see what the, the story is all about. Um, so yeah, if you played Diablo three, you've played this. So I mean, it's not a bad game in that regard. It is a bad game in the monetization practices. Like so holy I've shit! Heard. <laughs> like holy shit! Uh, Asmongold also played uh, a few of. Uh, well, he has like he purposely spent like three hundred fifty dollars in the first day, like like as a joke. But like he, like he didn't say it was a joke. He just like did it. Like oh my god, got, like eight hundred percent extra value. I'd be losing money if I didn't buy this, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. So the game is very sneaky. You know, me having a psychology background, they're using every trick in the book. And unlike past games for Blizzard or otherwise, they're not trying to sugarcoat this time. They're not. They're going full on blast, full, like full force. We're going to, you know, shove this in your face. So first of all, the first thing I noticed is that they try to use like a normalization tactic on you. So like, they're not going to be like, oh, probably like $100 are going to get so many gems. No, they're going to be like, oh, hey, you did the first quest. Cool. Thumbs up for you. You want to spend 99 cents to get this awesome looking weapon transmog? I looked at them like, oh, yeah, that's actually pretty good. I'm not, still not going to spend a dollar on it. <laughs> but the, the whole thing for that is they don't care about the money. They care about, they want to normalize it, right? They want to make you, okay, well, it's only a dollar. But then eventually... You know, as you progress through more quests, like, oh, hey, you did this quest too. Here's some really good value items for like a dollar. And it's, it's, it literally says plus 800% value. It's like, and I was even making fun of this on my stream. I'm like, how do you measure value? It's not an objective yeah, that you can measure. It's like, they're constantly. Why not a thousand percent? Like, 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 it makes no fucking sense. And they're showing you what it sounds like, like at the end of lots of quests on that hey look at what's in the store if you could just spend a little bit of money you could get this awesome looking thing that'll be really good for your character <laughs> it's so and fucking then, scummy <laughs> yeah so and then okay and then there's like a transmog i'm like oh this is actually a really good transmog how much does it cost and here's another tactic they use they use so you buy real life money you buy currency in the game and then you use that currency to make all your real life money transactions right so they want to like have it twice removed yep. if that makes sense they want to like separate it in your mind so you're not thinking oh i have to spend money on this no you're spending money on the gems and then you're spending the gems on this right technically that's true but that's, that's another psychological tactic that they use on you to kind of like separate it yeah that's how a lot of uh the mobile games do where they're saying oh people aren't buying loot boxes they're buying these gems which um 90 of the people will use them on those loot boxes because you're not going to spend them on the in-game currency because you get that for free. You're not going to spend it on this other thing because you get that for free. You're going to spend it on the thing you don't get for free. <laughs> like, But that's their way of trying to say well, you're not spending money on loot boxes. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, speaking of loot boxes, anyways, yeah. I'll get to that in a second. <laughs> we um, will. <laughs> again, like, I'm like, oh, this is a good transmog. I'm not going to buy it, but let's just say you know, for curiosity's sake, I want to buy it. It costs a thousand orbs. The orbs you can only buy with real life cash. And to my knowledge, there's no other way to get these this specific currency because you know, just like in any mobile game, there's different types of currencies. Mm -hmm. But this is like the only. This is like the currency. It's like you can only get it through paying for it in real life. So it's it's a thousand orbs, and this is not a made up number. It's a thousand orbs. Okay. If I want to buy a thousand orbs, let me open up the orb shop part of the, part of the cash shop and see how much a thousand orbs is. Oh look, you can't just buy a thousand orbs. You can buy six hundred orbs, 
you can buy 1500 orbs can you yeah. buy a thousand orbs no so you either have to buy the 600 twice which leaves you with extra or you have to buy the 1500 which leaves you with extra and those you extra know? will sit in your bank and then you'll keep looking at it going oh man if, if i just had a little bit more i could buy this other item because they'll always be exactly. sitting there because that's a tactic to get people wanting to buy more to either get that number at zero <laughs> or to have it at a clean number that they could just buy something like a thousand right yes <laughs> and and you know i was going to mention that as well it's mm. like you're you're already you're already technically this is true you're already like partially there on your next purchase right yeah because the, obviously these orbs are just like sitting there doing nothing otherwise and that's that's another tactic it's like they make you overspend this is something that's very reminiscent of back in the day microsoft had the microsoft points you oh, could buy them yeah. like 400 800 but like they changed that because obviously that was a bad business well it was let's not say bad business practice on their end but it was a bad consumer practice at the very least which they ended up changing yeah i'm glad they um, changed that because <laughs> I hated that. Yeah, yeah, but I, 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 I wasn't a big fan of it myself. But they weren't really egregious about it. Like the, like, like they're like, oh, the games are going to be like a, a multiple of four hundred. So it's like, okay, well, that's not too bad, right? Or like DLC was like one hundred sixty, which, again, you can eventually get to a multiple of four hundred. So they weren't trying to like you know nickel and dime you. But like when I say like, oh, this the set of orbs is like six hundred, it's like. 600 plus like 65 bonus mm. oh you want to buy 1500 it's like 1500 plus 150 bonus so it's like the numbers just like don't never match up correctly you know you know what i mean they're like they think oh plus a bonus of orbs if i buy it, the more orbs i get in the package the more bonus orbs i get so, yeah but that's another tactic anyways i could talk all day about this you get you get the idea uh it doesn't cost anything for yourself to see on pc and a lot of stuff is locked. Like, I can't do a bunch of stuff now until later on. But I had done my research. And see, I wanted to play the game, as I said, for myself, of course, because I was curious. So the second reason. And for the third reason for the podcast, because I wanted to, like, report to everyone what I thought about the game. I'm, I'm someone who I don't like jumping on the bandwagon when it comes to opinions. Like, everyone knew this game was going to suck. Granted, I'm not arguing that. But I don't want to like jump on the bandwagon just because everyone else is doing it. I always want to form my own opinion. And the example I always use for my personal self is when the when episode seven of Star Wars came out, everyone was like, oh man, this is a good Star Wars movie. Holy shit, they're back. And here I'm thinking, I'm like, am I the only one who didn't like this movie? Like it was literally a rehash. A few things were changed around, but it was literally a rehash of episode four. It was the same movie, guys. Like, why are you so like? I, I I did not I did not enjoy episode seven. I didn't. I still don't, to be honest. Mm. It was so boring to me because I'm like, I, we've seen this already. There's 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 you know an orphan on a, on a desert world who's forced to flee because of the empire or the equivalent in this movie, and then they go to giant space base. And they have to sabotage it from the inside, and then they have to fight the dark lord of the Sith. It's like we've seen this before. It's called a new hope. So. And then again, I I enjoyed episode three, Revenge of the Sith. And apparently, no one else did from from you know the people I talked to. I, I it's my favorite Star Wars movie. I enjoyed the plot. It has the best lightsaber fights in the whole franchise. Fight me on that point, you know. It really does. I I, I enjoyed the movie. We knew what was going to happen because of the later episodes, but I still enjoyed the movie. So I never want to jump on the bandwagon just because it's, everyone else is doing it. You know, I'm on it now, but I've come to it from on my own way on my own path 
I've I've played the game. I can report it's everything we thought it was and worse, unfortunately. Mm. So will I play it again? Probably eventually, just to see how the story goes. But I, as I said before, I did some reporting, and um, there are some walls. So I think they said it's around level thirty-five. Oh, by the way, I got to like level twenty-one without even trying. That's like from like a two or three-hour stream. The game is just like a dopamine hit. Like the first like three fights here. Here's a level, another level, another level. It's like holy shit. These levels are like they feel very unearned. You know. Yeah. Until but, you get to a certain point where they're like, oh, here's the grind now. Yeah. Yeah. There's and, a lot of mobile games do that too. That. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So there's that, but you, that, that, that that that's more annoying than anything else. It's not really egregious. You mm. know. Um, the really bad thing is, of course. There's so much they want to monetize. First, they have like, and again, this is this is all my words, but this is like just like me basically summarizing it in as few words as I can. I don't want to like go into detail too much and bore everyone. There's like a monthly s subscription fee, essentially, if you want there to be. Uh, you get you get like expanded inventory slots and other nonsense, like free auction house listings, and you get daily rewards. But you have to log in every day, so you can like su subscribe to daily rewards. But if you forget to log in a day, sorry, that reward is gone. So you, you have to subscribe to get your free daily rewards. There's two daily rewards. One's oh, okay. in the shop, and one is like you subscribe to. And the other thing the is, if this game does have loot boxes, but in a very, very roundabout way. Um. So basically, instead of just buying loot boxes, it's basically, you know, Nephilim Rifts from Diablo Three. Well, they're mm -hmm. back, and guess what? You can power them up just like you can in Diablo Three. But hey, guess what? You can't power them up in, this, in the same way at all. It's not even remotely close. The way you power them up is by spending real life money to buy. I forget they call them sigils. I think. You you spend the sigils, I think up to three, if I recall correctly, at a time on the Nephilim Rift to make it basically a loot pinata at the very end. Like Asmongold did like a, a comparison tweet is like less than a minute long. You can see like he did just a Nephilim Rift normal without anything, and like maybe the final boss dropped like two blues and some gold. That was it. That was my experience. Mm. He did a Nephilim Rift with, with all the gem all the sorry, all the um sigils. And it cost. He said this will cost me twenty dollars, and he like ten legendaries dropped. Fuck off! And oh, it wasn't wow. just the legendaries. Again, we're gonna dive into one of these news stories, which has to do with Diablo Immortal. But basically, I'll just kind of say it now. Well, I guess we'll kind of cover the story now because because yeah, I played it myself. Now, so you know, I'm, I'm not done talking about what I what I want to talk about, but we might as well touch it along this point because this is again, this is stuff I technically did. Hmm. But I, I, in my research, um, people have reported that, and this is something I suspected, but it was, it's was it been officially reported now that to max your character out in Diablo Immortal, and this is your character, one character, one, not your account, one character on your account, it costs over 100,000 US dollars. There are so many mechanics. The most stupid one is being the gem. So remember the, the, those rifts I was talking about hmm. that yet that you can power up with real life money well gems that you socket like the legendary gems are the most powerful thing in the game and there are systems upon systems upon systems and there's like different levels of the gems that drop like you thought you got a legendary that's not good enough there's like a three-star legend 
three-star gem, four-star gem, five-star gem. And of the five-star gems, there's different grades. So it's like grade you need like your, three, four, and five. You need of your Super five, Saiyan like, God, Super Saiyan Legendary. Pretty much. <laughs> okay. So you have to like get the correct rank and level to get the best gem. And by estimates of different reporters, that's a one in 2,000 chance. That's that's And there's 10 different types of gems. And to power up the gems, so they gain ranks themselves, they go from like rank one to 10. You have to get multiple copies of that same exact type of gem. Mm. And you need gem power, which I think you get from scrapping gems you don't want. So even after you do all that, there, there's a system beyond, there's actually two systems beyond that to power up your character beyond that. But you have to do that first. And a free to play character, there's an NPC, you can, you can, with in game currency, you can buy one of these legendary um, uh, sigils for the rifts. But it literally says monthly cap, one out of one. Once you buy one from this, so basically, as we as I kind of reported a couple weeks ago on the podcast, maybe it was three weeks ago, there is no way a free to play player can ever reach the same power level. I think they estimated it would take a free to play player ten years. Yeah, ten that's years. That's what I heard. <laughs> to match to, to match a power level, and that's like assuming you played the game not every day, but like you log in at least every day into your like your daily routine. Every day for ten years, and actually competed with the grind. And that's just to hopefully, yes. by the end of that ten years, be at the same cap that everyone else is. Which they you won't be because there'll be a lot more shit added in. And but I that's... forget the name of the lead. Yeah, I forget the name of the lead developer, but he's the same guy who said, "Oh, don't don't you guys have phones?" I think White White Channing or something. I want to say name, that's like right. That. Yeah. So he very shortly before the game launch or maybe even after there he did a news story and they're like i thought you told us that you couldn't pay for gear and he's like no the team the team was very adamant that you couldn't that you will never be able to buy experience or gear you'll never like and and, and his opinion gear is like the stuff he wears like a helmet or a chest or like arm pieces like that's what he considers to be gear but then we point out like gems are what actually matter when it comes to the end game the gems, the gems, nothing else really comes close to the comparison of, of these legendary gems that you can only get from using glyphs on the rifts. So, like in his opinion, the gems aren't gear because there's something you socket into your gear. But they're, they're like it's still, it's all semantics. It's, it's still, it's still, it's still stuff you put on your character to make you more. Yeah, powerful, it's still, it right? is still gear. <laughs> yes. So they're being like we knew it was going to be this bad. We knew it, but the fact that they're trying to sugarcoat it and not make it look as bad as it is it really pisses me off so that's been my diablo immortal experience um you can try the game on pc it's free on the phone on the phone if you want i don't do it if if you have you know you know okay i'm trying to say this in a way that's not going to offend anyone but like don't do it if you are if you have succumbed to that sort of thing in the past don't do it but people sort of that gambling addiction you know, kind of stuff yes. and issues with don't, that with other games don't <laughs> even look at the games if you're someone who suffers from fomo fear of missing out or addictions of any sort don't even look at the game but you know if if you're okay in that regard uh try it out see for yourself don't take my word for it you know it's 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 ridiculous it it doesn't cost you much except like five minutes of your time to like just kind of see all these systems that they put in. This is not so much a game. It's just it's just the money grinder, for as far as Blizzard is concerned. It's it's really bad. It's really bad. I still want to finish it just to say I did. But aside from that, I have no interest in it at all. 
so that was my Diablo Immortal experience. Um, I, I'm not sure if I'll be if I'm going to continue to stream it or not. Probably not. I'll probably just do it. I, the first day I streamed, just to kind of like, and there's a lot of these discussions we had on the stream. As I said, this is stuff I could talk about all day. So I have a very strong opinion about it, but I think it's a very correct opinion. I don't really see anyone arguing with it, right? So it, it's really hard to argue against the the greedy monetization of Blizzard. As I said, they're not even trying to sugarcoat or hide it this time. It's just like full on, full on blast. Like, here you go. We're going to shove this right in your face. Yeah, so, it's pretty yeah. gross. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think what else I've done. I'm just kind of looking at my other stream here to kind of... I know there's other things I wanted to say, but I don't quite remember. Let me just quickly take a look. What other games have I played? Um, I don't remember. Yeah. Um, that's more or less what I've been up to the last couple of weeks. But yeah, um, I guess we can move on to news stories, Chris, if you're good. Yeah, we want to some news stuff. Uh... Okay, well, if you don't mind, um, let's, dro let's drop in right into this news story because I specifically avoid saying this because it was uh, in a story we were going to cover today. No. So speaking about Diablo Immortal, remember how blizzard's trying to like hide their version of loot boxes which is the nephilim rift because technically yeah. i guess you can technically say technically you, it's not a loot box yeah. it's, it's like a form of a loot box but it's not a loot box as we know it because not only do you have to buy it but you have to do the work to even open it right yeah i they knew disguise it in the form of a nephilim rift yeah i know that like other countries when loot boxes was the big thing that um certain countries got banned from from other places that put up legislation against loot boxes and then tried to fight them in court trying to claim that their shit wasn't loot boxes and then lost or pulled out of court because they knew they couldn't win against the country putting in legislation yep. legit blah, blah, blah. that word yeah thank you yes. <laughs> i'm getting tongue-tied here but uh that wouldn't happen again would it anything close to that yes well guess what <laughs> it did happen again so you know, Belgium and the Netherlands being ahead of the times compared to the rest of the world. Because I like I've heard like when it comes to education for school children, like Netherlands is like the best in the world. But anyways, they're ahead of the times. They they don't let politics get behind changes that need to be done, you know, because technology outpaces politics, right? But mm. when it comes to this game, Diablo Mortal, it was not it was not launched in Belgium or Netherlands because they have anti loot box laws. And guess what? This game had, even though I technically, I said before, technically doesn't have a loot box as we know it. It's they're still wise enough to see that this is a loot box. Yeah, essentially, it's, right? It's not really the loot box. It's the, it's the gambling aspect of it, and this yes. is so. This game reeks of uh, gambling. Uh, I guess just so yeah, everything like that. <laughs> all, all I was going to say was like it's banned in those two countries. Like the Blizzard cannot launch the game, so it was not a global launch. I remember you asked about China before. Yeah. Um. I, so, excuse me. I'm still still not sure about that, but uh, yeah. Um. I'm guessing China wouldn't have any issues with this. Maybe oh, they would. Not, probably but... not with that. I'm just wondering if they had done a a release beforehand and then seen that it made them lots of money in China, and then they did a stealth kind of stealth launch here. And added in the other character because I don't think Necromats would be allowed in China. So, because yeah. of well, good, good, <laughs> yeah, good on Blizzard to uh, sorry, 
sorry, I said that. not good on Blizzard. Wow, okay. good on the countries to the ban Blizzard. Is Apparently, they didn't even announce when they announced the game launch. They didn't even announce it was banned in those countries until after the game was launched. It was like, you guys want to play it? Well, bring it up with your congressman or some bullshit yep. like that. I'm like, no, fuck up. Don't try to put this on the government's uh, problem. It's your guys' shitty fucking business practices that is preventing the game from being launched. Don't try and get people to cry to congressmen about something that's actually helping people. Well, in a way, right? Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, and, and <laughs> for Blizzard to like do this when Microsoft is about to purchase them, I mean, Microsoft doesn't have a pa any power over them right now, but, and they're, you know, they worked on this for like five years or whatever it's been. So, you know, at that point, of course they're going to release it, right? You know what's but, funny? Like, I can't blame, like, Oh, hang on. I I can't blame yeah, like you know the 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 you know the floor the floor level developers who made this game the last. I can't blame them. It's not a bad game for that reason. For the gameplay, it's a bad game because of the the monetization, which is made by the higher ups, right? But anyways, mm. go ahead. You're saying on the um on the article, the image they show for Diablo Immortal shows all the classes with glowing gems inside every piece of their armor. I just noticed, like the the uh, sorceress oh, has right. one in her Jeez. spell book, one on each of her shoulders, one in the middle of her chest plate, one in her helmet, one in her staff. Like, wow, they weren't even hiding it in the art of the game. Like, you're right. Holy shit, I didn't notice that. I just noticed. I was looking. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> so sorry, I just kind of noticed that for the article. Yeah, I mean it, it's cool. Like, oh, and I forgot to mention all the there's all the classes from Diablo three minus the witch doctor. So, oh yeah, witch doctor. Uh, yeah, yeah. So like all all the including the crusader and including the necromancer, which were uh, expansion characters. Well, necromancer technically wasn't, but it was supposed to be an expansion character that got scrapped. Diablo three was supposed to have in the second expansion, FYI. But mm. anyways, yes. Uh, minus the witch doctor, you can play the male or female classes. They all, it's funny because like the game is so fucking broken, Chris. Like literally, when I got to like the main hub town of the game, literally half the voice lines just didn't, they stopped talking. It's like randomly, random voice, random voice, no voice, no voice, no voice, random voice, no voice, no voice. It's like, <laughs> and, wow. and I've seen streams where like later on NPCs like that are like crucial to the story to like show you where to go. Like, oh, I'll show you where to go in this underwater passageway or whatever. They don't even walk; they just like hover. It's like follow me. It's awesome. like hovering. Yeah, I like That's that like, blizzard oh my God. quality. <laughs> yeah. So the game is like, oh my God. It's like it's not even finished. It's like, come on, guys. Like I know this PC is in beta technically still, so they can like hide behind that wall, which fair enough. You can't really do much about that. Because they, they do say this is a beta for the PC version, but still it's like give me a fucking break. Like Yeah. I mean, who knows if that happens in the mobile version? We're not you never touch that, so you don't know. I don't know anyone yeah. who's streaming at least on PC or streaming it uh, on Twitch or on YouTube, whatever, that would have been playing it on like mobile. So I have no idea about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, good on these two countries for banning it. Um, did you have anything else to add? No, just just I'm glad that they banned it, but it's slimy just how they did that or what they did with it and like not announcing until after it's launched and then trying to blame the other countries for banning it and other things that are like the whole thing just reeks of well activision blizzard really <laughs> what else am i gonna yeah. say 
Yep. Which is so um, gross. Yeah, so we you kind of covered a couple of news stories for Diablo Mortal from all that. So, Chris, I'll let you uh, bring up the next thing because that was, that was a long talk for that one yeah, so, topic. Um, uh, mumblings of GoldenEye Remaster resurfaced again in the gaming world. Yes, yes. So, Chris, I know you are not really gung-ho for any and all uh, of the uh, you know game showcases, but as you probably know, uh, E3 was canceled this year. They said they'll be back oh, next year. Oh, thank God. So, <laughs> was that supposed to so be now? In its place next week. So oh, next, in its okay. place, everyone and their cousin are pretty much having their own uh, showcase. So I'll be trying to watch as many as I can, and I work from home. Like, I can't, you know, work is, will take priority, of course, as it always does. But if I can capture one in the backgrounds, I will try and do so. And as I said, Chris, I know you, I know you've never historically watched these, but I do try and watch all of them, even if it's something you know, even uh, things I don't have or own. Like up until last year, I never owned a Switch. I still watch the Nintendo Showcase, for ex for example. You know. Yeah. So I do try mm. and watch all of them. Um, I catch all so the stuff the... on news sites, so I don't. Yeah. <laughs> as I, again, I like to try and form my own opinions. But yeah. That's not it. I just like. I, I like watching it. Like it's it's like to me, it's no different than like watching a YouTube video, except like oh, let's see what new games are coming out. Oh, yeah, by the way, Devol um, Devolver Digital or just, is it Digital Devolvers? I keep forgetting. I think it's still first, but... Devolver Digital. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> so they did they did a preview for theirs. They're like, okay, so our our showcase this year is going to explore the hopes of players. Whenever they're about to watch a showcase, that's when their hopes are at the highest, hoping that their games can 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 come out and they're. You know, they always have like a mock version. Mm. Like they still, they still announce games for real. They really do, but they always like make fun of the game industry. So now <laughs> they're like almost they're making fun of like you know the hype that gamers have right before an announcement show happens. Like I really hope my favorite game shows I... up. Like I really hope they re they they uh, announce Fall Fantasy Seven Remaster Two Part Two. You know that sort of thing. Yeah, they developers. If you watch any of them, developers is the ones you want to watch. They usually have really good games that they announce and make right for the most part but they usually have a good show of making fun of the uh, satirical fun of uh, the games industry and the bs that happens in yeah. it <laughs> so chris you know i'm into achievements and that's how i found about this news story so basically yes. um remember about was it last year or the year before that um it got leaked onto the internet the the 3d version remaster of goldmine 007 mm, yeah the one that got canned well, yes, it was planned to come out early on in the Xbox 360's life cycle, mm -hmm. but um, it didn't happen because of licensing issues, right? But I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe in the Nintendo Switch Online store, you can download the original N64 version of Goldeneye right now. I think so. I'd have to look, but I want to say yes. It'd be weird if that yeah. was omitted, so, but licensing issues, of course. Maybe they got we fixed on. Yeah, we've reported on the, the leak happening with the new engine of the game. We've reported on, I believe, this version coming out from Nintendo Switch because it involves several different parties that they give their okay. First is MGM for James Bond, mm. then, then Nintendo because the game originally came out on their system, then Rare, who is basically Microsoft now because they own, they made the game. So it has to be like a, like a consensus among those three, maybe even more parties. So yeah, um, the achievements for a new version of Goldmine have been online ever since uh, the start of this year, Chris, in January. But now, in the last couple of days right. or so, maybe three or four days, but no, no more than like half, 
half of a week, um, they updated several achievements and people and developers have been unlocking achievements to see if it works. So people are really thinking, okay, so this game is like imminent. It's going to be announced on June the 12th, which is what Xbox showcase. That's their date for their showcase. So I'll be watching that. I don't know about you, Chris, but I was one of those people, you know, like FPSs were never really my true forte, but I really got into Goldmine with my friends after school. We'd, we'd, uh, after school at when it, you know, bell ring 3 p.m., we went over to my friend's house. He's like a block away from school. Like we all walked there and we play, we'd be playing like four player Goldmine for like two or three hours every day after school. So that was always fun. That was something I always looked forward to. And I am really looking forward to, uh, this game coming out again in a, in a new way. Yeah, it's probably the one that put the N64, one of the few games that put the N64 on the map, especially for like, I guess, in a way, or even first person shooters, like shaping the future of a first person shooter and how it's going to work in 3D space. I want to say, other than, you know, the PC stuff that was going on, like Quake and I don't remember what the other one is, Doom, Doom and stuff like that. Like, I think this one really showcased how to change, change it up and do cinematic stories. Uh, I guess the next one after this that would have done that would have been uh, PC. Uh, Freeman. The hell's that game series called? One that developed it. Half-Life. Half-Life. Because that one was monumental too, right? Around that. Yes. The time that came Definitely. out. So I would say that this is one of the first ones and it had a really good uh, multiplayer. Love playing his odd job. <laughs> There's an achievement to play his odd job in this version, Chris. <laughs> oh, the tiny little. <laughs> when 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 we when we played our job was banned because he oh, of course he had a fair advantage <laughs> you know what one of the bet what one yeah. of the things i like doing you take the remotes uh like the uh what do you call it mines the uh ones that explode remote mines like proximity mines. proximity mines you break open a box you throw one in there and then eventually the box will reform around it so people can't see it and then they'll walk yes. by the box and it'll blow up on them <laughs> Yes. Or you'll kill yourself because you forgot you threw a mine in there and it never went off yet. <laughs> I, I, I'm feeling you're talking from experience, Chris. Oh, yeah. I, I blow myself all, up all the time. <laughs> but yeah, I I didn't play too much of it, but I played enough of it that it was a fun time. Like, I don't think I owned a copy of it till like 99 or 2000 when I bought my, uh, when I had to buy my own copy of it uh, with my first job. So... But I think my brother actually might still have uh, my copy of the game. So, okay. He, he's got like all my N64 games I bought. That and Donkey Kong. And I know there's at least something else I bought too. So, yeah, so. It's um, good. I'm surprised. Like, if, like you said, more likely they're going to be announcing it because it's not officially announced. But it's be good if it is. What, what do you think would be better, a remaster or a remake? You'd have to tell me the difference between the two. Remaster like, is I'm taking the original. Assets, right? Yeah, uh, remake is just redoing the entire game from scratch, new engine, everything, but you know, trying to make it seem like it's the old or whatever, right? Remaster is them taking the original code and original sprites and just upscaling them or reworking the sprites by not touching the original code. Uh, to me, if it plays the same, if it feels the same, it doesn't make a difference. Like okay. I, I have a hard time, as you can tell, like differentiating between the two. But in my opinion, if Nintendo has the original version, maybe update it for this version. So mm. there's actually a substantial difference. I mean, that's just me thinking outside the box, like just right now. Yeah. Like yeah. on the fly. But I guess but uh 
we'll have to wait and see what they announce because yeah. it would be I weird mean, with all the leaks that they don't announce it but maybe they're not ready to yeah show it yet um i this is my prediction it's going to be a launch title on the on and on the twelfth, which is actually four days from now, when they have their showcase. I I do believe it's going to be like they're going to be like, and you can play it right now, right now, sort of thing. Yeah. And considering this is a rare, it wouldn't surprise me if this goes up on Game Pass either. Oh, um, we'll see. We'll see. Probably. Well, yeah, we'll see. Uh, there was also before this, I forget to link it, but um, Sony had their state of play like a week or two ago and did they huh. yeah there's not much that there was announced there except a few things which were capcom stuff so they announced officially announced a re4 remake should have been yeah it should have been um not code veronica with the yeah code veronica they should have remade that one re4 doesn't need think... it yet <laughs> It should have been yeah, RE4 I mean, should have been the next one. Code Veronica was the next on the list. That one needs the most work I, out of the two. <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, but Code Veronica originally, like first of all, launched on Dreamcast, and I believe RE4 originally launched uh, launched on GameCube. Is that correct? N64. No. No. RE4. On, no. Code Veronica was that on N64? But anyway, yeah. Uh, no. The. No, uh, I'm thinking about. I believe. Yeah, um, Code Veronica was on Dreamcast, I believe, originally, yeah. and I believe I don't, I don't think, I don't think that already, I don't know that already four come out on PS2 first. I thought already four came out on GameCube, and I think something else, and came, and I think Shinji Mikami said, "There's no way in hell this is going to PS2," and then it hit PS2. It came to PS2. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I believe that's how that okay. went down. I don't remember exactly, so, but yeah. The like Code Veronica like is I'm, older. I'm remembering it correctly. <laughs> yes. So I think I think from their point of view, they're just interested in remastering the uh, the, the popular the one. titles. Like, yeah. One, you know, I mean, they did one to three. Three came out what like last year. So yeah, they're, they're really like yeah. full, full speed they, ahead. I remember. They, sorry, go on. I remember number one. They did like five years ago, and then two was like a few years after that, and then three was like very shortly after that. Now they're going to do very shortly after that so i guess they're selling pretty well like yeah they've been doing fairly well but i think they should have done code veronica that one needs the most polish and definitely fix up bits bits and parts of that story so they should have just redid it all just do what they did with number three and said well if this thing doesn't work and we don't think this uh this is that good just toss it out and rewrite that part you know like just redo that one because that one takes place in between uh what the hell games was it was it uh, two and three, or it took place after three? I think I don't remember, but it's definitely took place between three and four. So they should have done that before four, yeah. I think. But do you yeah, hear that people that, are upset then... about um, them basing uh, Ashley off of a uh, real life girl, and then no, not I realize? Yeah, people on Twitter are losing their shit, bitching and complaining that she's based off of a real life uh, actress, a real life girl. Uh, without like, realizing the original Ashley's based off of a real life girl. I, I was going to say, are you talking about the original or the, or the remastered version that they're oh, upset about? The remastered, but those people didn't realize or are uh, too upset oh. to realize that the original is based off of someone who's actually existed as well. So, like, I'm like, what the hell are you guys bitch? <laughs> are you guys just bitching to, uh, to bitch? I don't know. 
they're, they're just being fucking stupid on Twitter. But I never watched, didn't watch the trailer. I was like, oh, it's out. Okay. Or it's being made. They finally officially announced it. That was one of the games on the uh, Capcom leak list like years ago. Was the RE4 remake. And uh, yeah. another thing that they announced was uh, VR for RE8. So if you want to play that, I think they VR had it for seven. Yeah. So they had it for seven. Surprised me. Was it out for seven before or at the same time? It was fairly quick-ish, I want to say. So this one coming out later is weird, but maybe they didn't think people wanted VR for it, or maybe Sony pushed them to make it for PlayStation VR, too. Mm-hmm. The sequel. <laughs> oh, uh, a really quick Street Fighter Five got announced. They showed a new trailer. Yes, that, um, that's the other one I was going to say because everything else at State of Play is like meh. These are the only ones that really interest interested me. Yeah, Street Fighter was the only thing that caught my attention. Um, it's actually coming out on other consoles now. Street Fighter Six. Sony. Yeah, Street uh, Street Fighter Five. Sony helped develop, so that was like a Sony exclusive, and then also on Steam. But but now it's like it's coming out on everywhere. Apparently, the next one. Yeah. And apparently, it's going to feature open world based on the trailer. Something That's like that. Yeah. Weird. Like uh, Final Fight Streetwise isn't dead yet. It's coming back in Street Fighter. <laughs> and now, when it's like on the versus screen, right right before the match, it'll show a close up of both characters' faces, and you can like press a button to like scowl or like look surprised or you know change your facial expression. Yeah, That's I. Kind of... I want to know more about Chun Li's like protege there, the girl she's training in the in the trailer. That they'd never they tell you the names of all the characters in that uh, launch in that trailer except for her. I'm like, what the fuck? Why don't I find out her name? I my buddy yeah, Rob um... had to look it look it up for me because I was at work when when he was uh, seeing it and he told me the name of the character. But yeah. I'm upset. Like they told you, you know, it's Luke and Chung Li and uh, Ryu and I don't remember the other guy's name. The uh, the new guy that also looked pretty cool. I just don't remember his name. They didn't tell you what the other girl's name was. <laughs> oh, people are upset about Street Fighter Five as well, or Street Fighter Six. I mean, well, over something that's stupid. Why is that? Because they gave Cammy pants. Yeah, but like, have you seen, not you, but like, have people seen the insane amount of costumes for every character in Street Fighter Five? Yeah, like, but who cares? She's going to have gonna... a classic one. Who cares? She sure. has pants on. I don't like that. I want to see up her skirt is what they say. Well, she's going <laughs> to definitely have her costume. I mean, costume, so. I, I definitely want to see the classic. I definitely want to see the classic outfits, but I like her new outfit. It's weird that they aged her up so much, but also I'm like, it makes sense because they want to bring in new fighters, younger characters, and stuff like that, right? Keep aging the characters the way they're supposed to be. Like, Ryu looks like some fucking old broke hobo. He looks even more homeless than he did before. <laughs> oh, you haven't seen Ken then, have you? Oh, Ken I heard. lost his wife and kid. I heard so his now story. He looks, he, he, looks, he, looks, he looks more like a hobo now. Than Which is he weird because he comes from a rich family. So his family would have fucked yes. him up. So I don't know how well, he... Apparently... <laughs> Elena, or not Elena, his wife, I forget her name. Now. I want to say it's it was Elena, Elena, but I can't remember. Anyway. Uh, split from Ken and yep. took their kids. So yep. So, because remember... Ken wanted to, um, he wanted to do what Ryu's doing and travel the world uh, training, or what he used to do, right? And his wife didn't want him to do that. She, she wanted him to stay at home and be a family man. 
<laughs> it's funny because he Street quotes Fighter Street Fighter had... Two. Yeah, exactly. I, I was gonna forget, I was gonna say that. Like, like people have like posted that now. Like Street Fighter Two. Like back when, like when when you got beat up, their face would get all bloody yeah. and like swollen. And then one of them was like Ken, like that, like on the right side. And then Guile on the left side. He he won. And this quote was, "Go home and be a family man." That's actually a quote in the game. Like they yep. didn't make that up. But yeah. <laughs> um, but it's funny because like in Street Fighter Four, it had anime cutscenes before and after mm. their, their story. And I, like I, I watched it several times. Like one of the Ken one is like she's she's pregnant, and he can't leave. And she's like, "No, it's okay, Ken. You can go. You can fight." So I'm like, "What happened to that? It went from okay to not." It's like, what the fuck happened? I want to know what happened to Ken. I think Ken. because he wanted to leave for like a long time training, not just you know going to this uh, fighting tournament, whatever. He wanted to see. I think he wanted to seek out you know his true potential as a fighter, not just go fight in a tournament, right? I think there's a difference between that, like something that could take him maybe a few months or whatever, right? Maybe up to a year. Whereas him trying to find himself as a fighter could take him the rest of his life. So I think that's probably part of it. Like, I know Ryu's on a different journey now, but, <laughs> um, you know, that, that that's what he was doing originally was going around fighting and seeing how far he pushed his body, right? <laughs> Before the dark had no took like... over. I was just about to say that. You know how people are like, Ryu can't, can't succumb to the Satsui no Hado, or he's going to become like a Kuma, like yeah. evil? And now, now they're like, uh oh, it looks like Ken succumbed to the Satsui no Hobo. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. it'll be interesting there's, to see. I want to see. There's apparently been a leaked list of most of the characters in the game already, but I want to see the full roster because I want um, yeah. Team Guy. Or not Guy. Uh, I didn't say guy. Charlie? No, no. Uh, guy, guy is is a character in Street Fighter. That's not or, who I'm thinking of. Or, I'm thinking of um. I'm, how do you? I'm thinking of uh, Dan, Dan Sakura and oh. uh, and uh, Blanca. Of course. We need them in the Those game. Those three are definitely going to be. <laughs> yeah, they're 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 all in Street Fighter Four. They're all in Street Fighter Five. They'll be in Street Fighter Six. Maybe not as launch characters, but. I mean, Blanca, Dan, and Sakura were all DLC in Street Fighter V. Like, so. I, I think either they're on the... I think definitely I saw Blanca on the leaked list. And uh, yeah. I then Sakura, the people have already seen art of her, so she's in. I haven't seen Dan yet, but I've been told Dan's in, so... Was was that the leak where they showed all the, the character pictures? Yeah, I think the so. The drawn pictures? Yeah, I saw that too. I saw that too. Okay. So, yeah. I but mean, yeah. we'll see where that goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll um, see. I, what I else do you like watching fighting games? Like I watched Combo Breaker. Um, not, not, not. I wasn't like glued to my television, but like you know, I I watched Combo Breaker off and on on the weekend. So mm. that was it, fun. You know what? Um, what oh. I hope gets announced over the next uh, like week. I hope that um, Dragon Ball Fighters uh, gets announced with uh, rollback or with proper netcode, so that it's their online play isn't garbage, or maybe they'll announce like the sequel with proper online netcode because <laughs> yeah. well, playing mean, it online now it stinks <laughs> so not that i played a, oh i have tried a few times and it's it sucks <laughs> like playing online okay. just is is bad <laughs> so okay 
Yeah. Um, so I'm looking forward to next week. I think that's when it starts, right? Uh, actually, it might start like on Friday of this week. I think like the yeah. There might on. be some pla- some places doing it a little bit earlier or later. Wonder yeah. if Nintendo will rush out a direct. When was the last oh, Nintendo they, direct? They always do. So they always do. They'll have, they'll have something. Oh. So they'll be yeah. So I guess we'll report back with uh with what we liked and saw or heard at least from yep. the shows next week and uh we can go from there but yeah that's it for that um let's see oh by the way a couple of things i forgot to mention chris really quick was mm-hmm. uh some for me at least some of the dlc for dead by daylight not all of it but some of it was on sale so i did buy some i bought michaela the, the halloween so michael myers and the girl has decisive strike which i'm really happy about what's your face Lori, i think um who else do i have i have Oh man, I have Ghostface now. Nice. I have a couple other killers. I forget who. Um, but yeah, my problem is they're all level one. <laughs> I have to, like spent both butt points like level them up before I even start to play. Oh, if them. only there could have been yeah. like a six year event coming up in the next week or two. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> to to I give mean, you some oh, extra way, blood points. hundred <laughs> K blood points was released. If you want to check my Discord, there's a code there for hundred K blood points. Another one? Yeah, like one that just came out today. Okay, because yes. when I went to go use the other one, it was apparently a dead code. I'm like, it just came out like yesterday. What the hell? So apparently they have a limited time. So well, this one has June. It says on, on the graphic June 16th. Uh, so like, a okay, little, a more than so longer. at least the, that one will last longer. <laughs> yes. Um, and then there was the other thing I was going to say. Uh, I forget now. What, what did we just talk about before uh, Dead by Daylight? You mentioned Street something because that triggered my memory. Yeah, but like after that, it'll, it'll come back to me. Uh, oh, see. it's like Maybe Nintendo Direct and... and just oh, game. that's it. So, you know what came on Game Pass was Vampire. Was it Survivors or Saviors? Whatever. Oh, like the, uh, one, like the Survivors or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm going to play through that. The achievements aren't patched into the PC version yet. I'm waiting until they do. They, they said they were going to. But as soon as they do, I'll, I'm going to start playing that. That looks really fun. Uh, I'm not sure how it works. It just looks like you just shoot a lot of bolts and walk you just, around. You just move your character around. It, all the abilities are automatic, from what I understand. Okay. So you just move and try and looks dodge fun. enemies or move yourself into enemies to kill them. And collect orbs and get stronger. And try to survive a half hour. Oh, I thought it was like... <laughs> It's not oh half hour. I thought it was like thirty one minutes or something like that. Thirty at thirty minutes, death comes for you. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why does it kill you automatically? Well, I don't know because he's death. <laughs> like why else? I mean, you. I have seen people survive longer than thirty minutes because death gets uh can get stuck on or used to. I don't know if they patch it up, but used to get stuck on terrain. So I've seen someone like hide in like this little area and death came from and got stuck on the train. And then like 30, 20 or 30 seconds went by. Then another death showed up to try and get him from another angle and got stuck. And then another one showed up. He had like four or five deaths trying to get to him. And then one got through and got him. We think, oh, what the hell? <laughs> Imagine getting stuck on train. What a noob. <laughs> what a noob. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know stuck. if like a patch out or not but yeah it's every run lasts up to 30 maybe 31 minutes and then you're dead because you can't yeah. outlet you can't outlet lost uh death i don't think you could kill death i'm well, not even sure if he has a health bar there's some resurrection stuff like uh, revives your character oh and yeah it just kills you anyways yeah it's like you, you get resurrected I, I and it kills you like 
<laughs> five times like dead alive dead alive dead alive i thought you're just dead because you ran out i'm like what what the fuck's the point of that <laughs> it seems kind of pointless just to like see how time. long you could last and maybe one day you can kill death i don't know maybe but <laughs> uh talking about vampires apparently uh chris you know i know a couple of weeks ago we had uh the whole it's more it's morbid time i didn't get the reference but you know i i do keep on top of the memes so now i completely understand morbid time so yeah, apparently the whole Morbin time meme drew such a crowd. Okay, well, first of all, um, they're playing it on Twitch, and for some reason, Sony was allowing people yeah. to stream their movie on Twitch. Like, I didn't repeat, understand. Like, I didn't understand this. I think Joel or Vinny from Vine Sauce, they were play they just had it going for like twenty four hours, just playing the movie, just over and over again. And I think it's broke one of the, I think it was Joel. I think it broke him. I think he's like, watched it too much that he is now a meme. Uh, he, he was a meme lord for the fucking movie. Like, but yeah, I don't know how they were getting away with it or why Sony was allowing it. But apparently they were just okay with people watching it essentially for free. Like, I guess someone would have to have paid for it at one point to, 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 you know unlock the movie right but mm -hmm. it's yeah i didn't watch it <laughs> i i still don't want to watch so, it i just oh. checked three different channels that were streaming it and uh twitch finally removed the vod so you can't watch it i never watched it myself i was planning on doing it because like as i explained last episode on the podcast <clears throat> morbius is a spider-man villain well not maybe not in this movie but uh he he you know he's from the spider-man universe so sony has the rights to him and yeah not really a movie i was really interested in seeing because it wasn't really technically part of the mcu but i still wanted to see it like at some point I'm like oh well i still see it for free if they're gonna not care about it but holy shit do they care about it because this whole meme thing and the whole twitch thing made sony actually re-release the movie in theaters for a single weekend yeah like the movie bombed on its first outing then was removed from that stuff got popular because of memes and internet and they just thought that that somehow can that memes and internet converted into real life money so they decided to spend more real life money to release the movie to bomb again in theaters <laughs> am i out of focus all of a sudden oh okay, now you're back i think i'm back you keep okay. like going in and out of focus sometimes i don't know why strange but yeah the i don't know why they decide to do this again is it to, to make to have more memes out there because this movie unlike like Unlike movies like The Room, which are known as being terrible, terrible on the internet, but like worthy of shit posting and meme worthy because of how many, how much stuff is quoted in that movie, Morbius isn't going to be known outside of like, like within already within I think a few weeks of the movie's release, people are already given up on the memes of the uh, movie and. Because there's nothing else beyond it other than it's Morbin time and I'm beginning to morb. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, it's, yeah. I've never heard anything come out of that movie in terms of like quotes. Like, The Room. I'm sure you've heard a lot of quotes from The Room or like Borat. So you're breaking my heart. And, oh, hi, Mark. You know, like people who've never seen the movie quotes that stuff like me. And, but you'll hear that stuff from from uh, morbius morbius is just a crap movie that people are making fun of on the internet for being crap <laughs> and somehow sony thought that would uh they could cash in on real life money on that 
it's funny it's, it's funny how the internet uh, is capable of this level of change e- even sony sony's as we know very signet you know company as, yeah. as we've talked about multiple times and these guys were like okay the movie bombed let, let's let them have their full fun on twitter or sorry twitch i meant to say on twitch and now let's bring it back in theaters it's like thanks thanks guys for doing the work for us you know almost i think that was like their mentality like they're like, well, we lost money on this, or maybe maybe not. They're like, you know, we, we didn't make as much money as we wanted to off of this, so let's let them stream it and then bring it back once all the memes that they made themselves are there. So I guess I feel like but... they felt very, very like, okay, this is free money for us. So they actually saw the bigger picture this time, Chris. But I don't think once. but I don't think they made money back in theater when they got re released. I think they lost more money again. That's the thing. Really? Yeah, I How... believe so. Well, it wouldn't have cost them anything really to run in theaters, right? Yep. They would have to secure more movie theaters and time slots and stuff like that. Like, the theater's going to charge okay. them for that stuff, right? Because the theater's going to have to run it. You know, they, they okay. would still end up... I don't know how much it costs, but it would have still cost them money. So, uh, unlike, you know, okay. if it was on a streaming service, they, whatever it charges to to rent the movie and... Or if it was free on, like, we'll see... If for some reason it was free on Prime, right? You know, they get a little bit of money out of, out of Amazon, right? To have it on Prime, whatever, right? Or, you know, get it. Everything costs something in the end, right? So I just don't, I think they just thought that they were going to make bank on this because of the internet memes and how popular it was. <laughs> Which yeah. it's not. It, it, <laughs> so it's funny. It's funny that this is how how it turned out. I'm actually happy because if the movie didn't do bad or good, rather, if it didn't do good, then second chance at life. I, poor Jared Leto. He seems this seems to have followed him everywhere. Although, although I know you didn't see um, Snack or Zack Snyder's cut of uh, <laughs> shit, Justice of, League. Um, Justice League. Thank you. But holy shit, was he a good Joker in that? There's 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 new scenes. I, and he looks different. He doesn't look the same. He looks I, like the Joker. I do not want to watch that movie. I don't want to watch anything with Jared Leto in it. I don't care for the actor. <laughs> so okay, well, I'll, I'll ask you after why. But it's not really important for this. Oh movie. no, it's yeah. just I, yeah. I, I, I don't care. I feel the same way about him that I do about Johnny Depp later in life when he, like, just I don't care for the actor anymore. Just in general, nothing. Specific about them, just something about them tells me I don't want to watch anything with them in it and again. So it's kind of like that feeling when you meet someone and just go, I don't want to talk to them. Like, I know I won't get along with them. You know, it's it's just one of those feelings that I'd rather just not interact with them. That's it. <laughs> well, I'll let you bring up the new the story, Chris, because I'm sure I'm sure you want to talk about. Oh, it. yeah, uh, I do want to talk about Berserk's coming back, baby. The Berserk manga yeah. is back in action. I can't fucking wait. <laughs> I'm I'm surprised. I'm legitimately surprised because, and we've 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 joked about this long before he died. But you know, we we were joking. Oh man, you know the series is gonna end before you know it's it, like he's gonna die before this he completes the series and like that actually happened. Yep, you know, years it later. unfortunately and did happen. I I I've made peace with the fact that I'll never watch another Berserk episode anime ever again. I'm like, you know what? It is what it is. But now they're actually going to continue it. And apparently it's, you know, you would think compared to, shit, I forget the original author's name now. Like Kentaro, um, Maria. Kentaro. When, when Kentaro died, 
I was like, this is it. But now I'm like, okay, if anyone else takes it over, chances are like nearly 100% that they're going to go faster than he did, you know, because it's been what, like almost 30 years since he started? I so. think so. It's got to be close to that between 20 and 30 years. But yeah, uh, yeah. so uh, Qatar Maria obviously passed away. He couldn't finish the manga, but while he was making the game, or uh, the game, while he was making the manga and that, he was confiding, you know, in the whole team, you know, the editors and stuff like that, but especially uh, uh, one of his closest friends, or one of his close friends, uh, Koji Mori, who's actually, you know, he helped, you know, Maria, when he was in Stumps, you know, do you think uh, the fans would like this if this happened in the series? Or what if I did this? Or this is my plans for the future of Berserk. And he, he told him a lot of stuff that he wanted to happen in the series. And apparently, uh, Koji Mori is taking it upon himself, you know, after some lots of thought, because he didn't want to do it originally, because he didn't want to ruin Berserk. Um, he's like, but I think that the story should be finished. So he's going to write everything that he remembers from what Maria had told him. Because Maria didn't write any of this stuff down. He just had it all in his head. So uh, he's going to try to write out a script for everything he remembers. He doesn't want to put in any filler. He just wants to put in all the stuff that he knows that he was told. That, he, that Maria wants to put in it. And that's going to be it. Um, it's going to be done, you know, with the same editing team, the same, uh, the same pen, uh, the guys who did all the, you know, the final layers of the pen work and stuff like that and editors and publishing company. It's going to be released, you know, again, sale in young animal magazine. Again, they're going to start, I think in the next month or two releasing or re-releasing the last six chapters of the, uh, uh, elf Island arc. So that will either be. It's either going to be the new stuff or it's going to be the old stuff like touched up and completed. I don't remember exactly. I couldn't understand with, with the article because I read two that said it differently. So sorry if I'm wrong on that. But they're going to finish off that arc, six more chapters. Then they're going to start with a brand new uh, a brand new story arc. They haven't said what it's called or anything like that. Just said that people get ready for it. Also, the Berserk manga, when it continues, will continue off from the chapter number it started off or it ended with, but it will say um, original arc Katora Muria, and then new art, or then right underneath that would be like written by Koji Mori, and then edited by you know the the editing staff and uh, the team on there. So they're not they're not going to redo it with a subtitle on it. They're not going to just throw away Muria's name because that would be really shit. But uh I can't wait to see to see where, where this goes and what's just in general what things Maria had in mind for where he wanted to take the series. Cause already at the end of the Elf Island arc where I am, I want to see I don't know where they're gonna take it yet. <laughs> like they could go a few different ways. And I think when Guts and team get back to the main island, there's gonna be a big change as to how they're going to take down Guts or Griffith, I mean. <laughs> right? Because Griffith yeah, has a stranglehold um, on Midland. <laughs> so I, what surprised me more than anything else about this is the fact that um, that uh, it got reported that he told other people, mm -hmm. you know, the people as he said he that he he confided in, he told them where he was planning on going. So no one has to make anything up for the most part. Like yeah. like the like the the very 
generalized direction of the story is he's all he is like it's already he already made he, yeah, yeah. he he gave it up before his death essentially so that's being preserved so yeah we'll get to see the original intent for the most part you know not not the not the small minor details but the the overarching plot we'll get to see exactly what he intended from the very start if he did although me and chris both think i think we've said this over the years that it seems like at certain points he just was making up as he was going along almost oh yeah i'm so sure this... i still have that impression but at least he he had some ideas where he wanted to go with it yeah like uh kind of like uh, you know with the uh the artist the manga artist the mangaka who was doing uh, attack on titan how he knew where that was going to end right the guys yeah, there's a bunch of other artists that did the same thing that like they'll write the final chapters long before the end or have it have it written down or in their mind where they want everything to go that's what maria did and he was telling this all to like the editing editing staff and like koji mori and some other people you know asking them what do you think of this or you know this is where i want to go i know this is where i want to go how do i get it there you know stuff like that so it's i it'll be very interesting and to see where this goes like I wonder where the uh, artistry is going to go. I wonder if it's going to be still on the same level. Like, I don't think they've said specifically who is going to be penning the whole, uh, the whole thing, or is it just going to be the whole studio, uh, Studio Gaga? That's who's doing it. If it's going to be Studio Gaga just as a whole working on the art uh, in general, or are they going to have someone do the art first and then have Studio Gaga edit and look it over and like how how it's always been done or what? I'd have no idea because I think. Mori's only doing the uh, storyboard for the uh, for the actual story itself. So, <laughs> but yeah, can't wait. Yeah, uh, maybe so the, at the end of this to... year we'll get uh, chapter forty or we'll get book forty two here in North America, the one that was released earlier this year in Japan. Yeah, I mean, I I know there's going to be a transitional period, mm -hmm. but once they pass that hump, I'm 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 really curious to see, as I said before, how the pace is going to be picking up on the story because as i said i imagine he's going to be doing it much more quicker than the original yeah author, so you you yeah. think so but i guess it depends on how much there is to write or how many humps he's gonna get through because i don't think maury has done this work before or maybe he is going to tiptoe around or slow things down in terms of this because it's berserk he doesn't want to ruin the legacy of berserk maybe i don't know but we'll we'll uh wait and see when it comes out when when things are said and done hopefully hopefully it good at the very least yeah. i want to see i want to see where the intent was for the ending even if it's not great i'm gonna stick it out to the very end with the series of course i I, I have to know <laughs> <laughs> i got branded myself for it <laughs> yes i i forgot that you're right you did yeah i got uh you did, so I got my brand, so I need to. I need to know where it's going. <laughs> you need to know. You need to know what you're dealing with before it happens to you, right? Yeah. Unfortunately, because I get branded, I'm not the one with the uh, with the crimson bailet. <laughs> so, unfortunately, it's bad news I, bears I for you me. Had the I don't I, I've seen you. With the, I've, I did. I don't you. know where the bailet is. I didn't it, it didn't open up to me I didn't get my my wish so I think it went on to its to its next owner yes I, I was to just a carrier owner. I was not the one who would wield the bailet I was just its yes. carrier 
got you got branded for nothing. It's kind of like uh like Gollum in Lord of the Rings. He wasn't the one who's going to have the ring in the end. He was just mm. taking care of it. <laughs> uh but I guess we're getting close to the end. Uh how long have we been up for? I can't even see that. Uh hour and forty five. You wanna do one more to end or do we want to end it here? Uh I'm good either way. We can uh, save them next week for next week if you like. They're yeah. not really as important, I would yeah, say. We'll save we them covered for... all the important ones. We covered all the big ones. There's one I want to talk about, which I'll bring up next week then. The retro it's gaming one. But we'll do that next week. Oh. I think we'll end. Okay. I'm tired. <laughs> but I think. Okay, we're... guys. Well. Sorry. I keep cutting you off. Oh, sorry. Okay, guys. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> so I guess we'll wrap things up here. Chris, if you want to let them know where they can find you. Yeah, I'm on Twitch sometimes at Prince underscore Kaboom. That's where we do the podcast every Wednesday evening around 6 p.m. Mountain Time. I don't know what time that is for you. <laughs> Eastern, 8 p.m. and Pacific, that should be 5 p.m. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm bad with time zones. It should just, well, I guess time zones in general, but uh, yeah, I'm on there. I haven't been in the mood to stream lately, but if I'm ever on there, it's usually early, early mornings. So, but yeah, you can follow me there if you like. And I'm on Twitter at C-S-C-H-A-B-A-N-G. It's C-Shebang. Now, one thing it's, uh, want to say it's Chris Shebang on Instagram as well, if I'm ever posting stuff on there. And uh, that's pretty much it. I haven't really been doing much on my other media stuff. So, where can they find you, Zorb? So you can find me on Twitter and Twitch, same handle, Zorb underscore Zex. Um, I have been streaming about two to three days a week. Uh, this last week was only one, but yeah, I post my schedule on my Discord now. I've been doing that last couple of weeks, getting back into the whole, let's post my schedule again. Um, so for tomorrow, we're going to start Fall Fancy 5 Pixel Remaster, 100%. That'll be the last one I need to do. I did all the other one through four and six to 100% on stream. So this will be the last one I need to do. And on Friday, we're going to play, we're going to continue with FNAF 6. I'm also doing a marathon of that uh, for 100%. As well, this is the pizzeria simulator one, Chris. Mm. So it's 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 like half sim management, half yeah. trying to live at the end of the night. <laughs> um, and then we might play some Dead by Daylight on Friday as well on stream. Well, we're I'm still thinking about that. Um, but yeah, Chris, if you want to play some DVD with, with me, me, no, maybe not on Friday, just in general, mm. could be uh, try out the new uh, killer. Yeah. Well, or at least play against them and see how that works. We'll and, see yeah. whenever we can get some some time to do that <laughs> or whatever yeah always okay. well thanks guys for tuning in and we'll catch you next week goodbye <laughs>